You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome back to the Cut Straight Weekend Workshop Edition right here on the Blind Grilling Experience. What cordless tools do you guys use? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Talking about the battery platforms and what I use and what all is out there. Hey, welcome back, folks. Man, I tell you what, it has been not only cold, but it has really just been miserable this uh, this past, you know, this week. Starting Sunday afternoon, we started getting some sleet and wintry precipitation, <laughs> to use my big word of the day, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I mean, we just got hammered with with uh, ice and uh, in freezing rain, sleet, a little bit of snow mixed in, but mostly sleet. And it kept things pretty slick. Uh, Monday was terrible. Tuesday, you know, it, it uh, seemed like maybe it was going to get a little better. And then we got hammered again, Tuesday afternoon. And uh, Wednesday kind of started a little bit of a melting you know, got just above freezing, got about 32, 33 degrees, and, uh, and then refroze Wednesday night. And, and finally, uh, Thursday, we finally started getting, you know, some nice melting taking place. Got up in the 40s and uh, supposed to do the same, maybe even higher today. So it, it's, you know, it, it's much better weekend, no doubt about that. But, uh, man, it, it, you know, schools have been out through a lot of schools in this area were out um, through Thursday. And so it, it's it's really wreaked havoc in this area with all the things that are going on. And while I do have heat and air in the shop, when it's that cold, the heat doesn't work all that great. So I really haven't been out in the shop all that much. I've done a few things out there. We worked on the CNC machine uh, my wife and I trying to get everything finalized, get all the wires and cords and everything run and, and hooked up. And uh, right now it looks like it's just a matter of adding some water for, you know, into the bucket for the water-cooled spindle and getting everything uh, just plugged into the wall, powered up uh, and, uh, and ready to go. And so uh, for, before we do that, she's going to work on getting a file and, you know, working on the software and get some things uh, that she needs to get done. And uh, I got some projects planned for the CNC and, and they're really, I would say hybrid projects because there's some things that I'm going to do. I'm going to work on and uh, get all the pieces, all the parts cut out and ready to join together 
on the table saw and the router and the you know the the miter saw and what, whatever the planer and all that get all that done, and then take the pieces over to the CNC and let her do her magic. Um, at least we hope it'll turn out magical. And uh, and so we're gonna do some projects like that at first, I think, and then uh, then work on some full blown cutout stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how, how all that goes. Excited to figure that out. Uh, but one thing that I did a couple of weeks ago is I built a station for all of my cordless tools. So all my drills, my, um, my little four inch planer, my orbital sander, um, I got the, the brad nailer, um, you know all all of these these types of of tools we've I built a station for them and I actually ordered some mounts from a company called Stealth. Now there are all kinds of companies out there that you can go to, especially on Etsy. A lot of guys are three three D printing a lot of these tool mounts, battery mounts, charging mounts, and Stealth. I was pretty impressed with what Stealth had, and I really liked the options that they had. Because you could also get their mounts in the color of your tool of choice, which is what we're going to be talking about a little bit today is, is choosing that battery platform for your cordless tools. And uh, Stealth has all of those had, you know, and, and they were very, fairly inexpensive. And, and so what I was able to do is take this about a 30 inch by 30 inch board and put some two by four bracing behind it and get it mounted to the wall. Uh, but before I got it mounted to the wall, I got these stealth mounts in for the, uh, for the tools, for the battery chargers and for the batteries themselves and got it laid out on this board, got them mounted and got it up on the wall. And, and so now all of my cordless tools are on the wall and it's really cool because the, you know they're not taking up shelf space. They're not you know uh, you know taking up pretty valuable room or space in the workshop like they were before. And getting them out of the way, mounted on the wall, makes it really nice. It not only helps with organization, but just helps eliminate having things in the way uh, when you're wanting to work and moving things around me taking it from my workbench, putting it on Michelle's workbench. And then when she goes out there, taking it off of her workbench, putting it back on mine. And it, now it's got its own spot. It goes right up there on the, uh, you know, at the, the charging station and it's all right there for us. It really works out nice. And it, it, what's really cool is, you know, I got the battery chargers mounted and I, I have a dual battery charger and then two singles. And I was able to actually get both of them on this board. And so I can charge four batteries at one time. And the, the tools go on, on their mounts and then the batteries, when they're charged, go, you know, have a, their own little mount that they slide in and, and lock into and because these things are also made to mount in work trucks and things like that, so they won't bounce around, won't fall off. So they're pretty stout, pretty nice uh, mounts. Um, and they work for various different tools. Like I said, you can, you know, depending on the tools that you have, I have Makita. Now, uh, 
it, Makita isn't for everyone. I'll, I'll say that right now. I like it. It works for me. There's a few things that, um, you know, I, I guess maybe regrets in one sense, not because of the quality of the tool or, you know, the, any issues with the tools, but I'll, I'll get into that in just a minute. But there are several things that I think you need to consider when picking a platform for your cordless tools. Uh, but because I have Makita, I got the teal colored stealth mounts. You can get them in black or then they have, whether it's it's teal for Makita, red for Milwaukee, uh, green, I guess, maybe is, is Festool. And you, you, DeWalt's got their color and and uh, Rigid has its color. Whatever color, you know, you, you're going to be mounting tools or what tools you have. Uh, Stealth has the mounts either in black or that color, which is really cool. I thought, but uh, so I got the I, I got the teal color to go with my Makita tools. Now, I w- researched tools a while back, although I didn't know everything that I know now, and I didn't think about some of the things that we're going to be talking about on this. Be, you know, when I first got. Uh, my Makita, but I was looking for a platform. I did decide I'm going to go to a platform and that's what I'm going to stick with. Uh, I had an old, and and I don't even remember what the brand is. I, I want to say it's a Bosch brand, but I'm not sure. But I had an old bag with a, a drill, uh, a circular saw, and a reciprocating saw. It, but the, the batteries were dead the, they weren't charging the charger. I don't either. The charger didn't work or the batteries. I, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the issues were, but I mean, this thing was 20 years old and I, I, I decided, you know what, as I get into all of this, I, I'm going to pick a platform and I'm going to run with it. And there's a few things I didn't consider. I didn't think about in this decision-making one thing I didn't consider was what my wife already had, right? Because she she does a lot of she's very handy, right? She she does a lot of things around the house, and she likes doing that, that kind of of work. And she's got her own tools, her own toolboxes, and I didn't really think about you know building on that. And I wish I kind of had uh, because she has Milwaukee. And while she doesn't have a lot of these Milwaukee tools, she, she's got a few. She's got, you know, drill and things. But, um, you know, and she's got the packout system, uh, several of the boxes that she keeps a lot of the tools and, and, and things in. She's very organized in that way. And so, so she had, she's got the Milwaukee stuff. Well, I didn't think about that. And I kind of wish I had because it would have been nice just to kind of build that out and be able to use things together um, and uh, and and grow that system because it's a great system Milwaukee are you know they they make great tools and they've come out with some even more recently such as their track saw which is amazing it's 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 awesome but um, but I didn't think about that so I, I went with my own you know own thoughts and decided I'm gonna go with my own um, you know my own platform. And, and I picked Makita. So, you know, they had the drills that I wanted. They had, you know, the planer. 
which that that probably made my decision more than anything else was that four inch hand planer at the time with some of the things that I was doing with making handles for big green eggs and even some of the wood that I was working with and and not having some of the larger tools that I have now um it, you know it the planer wasn't something that was readily available on some of the other platforms and so that that did kind of help make that decision. The other things were were available and 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 good to go. Whether it was the Brad nailer, whether it was the um, the sander, the the five inch orbital sander, uh, the you know you got your drills, um, you know those things where your hammer drill, your impact drill, you know, th- those things everyone else had. But I I like Makita. They're very good quality. And I ran with it. That that's what I that's what I did. And I knew moving forward they had other tools that you know I could I could expand and grow and stay on that particular platform. At the time they you know I was thinking about down the road I would get a track saw, and Makita had a track saw, uh, and so that that was one of those things that I thought about and was like, all right, so down there is I grow and as I get into this more, if I get into this more then, you know, I can really expand and grow on this battery platform. And so that that worked for me. And I'm, I'm pleased with what I have gotten out of Makita, and, and I love it, right? So, so there, there's no regrets in that. The, the, the regret that I mentioned earlier was the fact that I could have gone with Milwaukee and, and, and really built up you know, what my wife and I have together um, rather than having two different battery platforms that if she wants to, you know, kind of grow hers, it's, you know, it's, it's just completely different and no swapping out batteries or anything like that. So that, that's the regret. It, you know, both platforms are awesome. I, I think anyone who gets them would be pleased, whether it's Milwaukee, whether it's um, uh, Makita, whether it's DeWalt, um, you know, I, I wouldn't personally, you know, a lot of folks are happy with rigid. I'm not, that's, I think the Home Depot brand, um, you know, they've, they've got some pretty cool items, but overall, um, you know, from my viewpoint, if I was to do it over, if I didn't go with Makita, I'd go with Milwaukee. Um, those are the two brands. And what's really cool is Milwaukee, just as we said earlier, came out with that track saw, you know, and that was one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, adding to my Makita setup down the road. And at the time, Milwaukee didn't have it. And, you know, yeah, these companies don't tell you, yeah, you know, in, in a year or two, we're going to come out with these other tools. You just never know because the other companies have had things out for, you know, quite some time. And so it took Milwaukee quite a long time to come out with this really cool track saw that they've, that they've got. And so, um, you know, so to go back and do it now, I might lean a little bit more Milwaukee, um, but uh, but I definitely am pleased with the Makita uh, platform that I'm on. But those are some of the things that I think you need to consider. What tools are you going to be using, and what do you foresee yourself getting down the road? That that's one of the things that I think you should think about if you're going to get onto a battery platform on these tools. I do recommend picking a platform and running with it. And so, you know, you got your impact driver, you got your hammer drills, you've got, 
your um, your orbital sanders. Um, you know, what what else are you going to use? Your circular saw, and you know what you know. What are the things are you interested in? And then what do you want to add to that down the road? And do they, that manufacturer, have those tools? So that's that's one thing I think you should uh, think about and consider. Uh, the next thing would be, obviously, you know, reliability, build quality, and things like that. But I think if you're looking at a battery platform, you know, uh, you're probably going to be looking at DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Makita um, are probably going to be the three main brands uh, that I think most everyone is happy with having and and running with. But, uh, you know, moving beyond that, you might look at not just pricing, but Milwaukee, for example, has been running some specials. They run deals uh, like they've had a deal on uh, a two-pack uh, batteries and a huge savings on battery. And that's, I mean, listen, having batteries is nice, right? Because if one gets down, I mean, yeah, they can charge fairly quickly, but sometimes you're in the middle of a project and you need another battery. And it, it's nice to have that. So, um you know, having extra batteries is nice. And there's not very many of these companies that really run sales on that kind of stuff very often. And uh, Milwaukee seems to be doing that here lately. Not only that, they've they've also um, have packages together. Now, listen, all these companies will have certain packages that they put together. And they're going to have certain tools in them. Some, you know, maybe, you know, a five-tool set or seven-tool set. It'll come with a couple of batteries and, uh, and a battery charger. Uh, you know, so looking at that, looking at the price, but then looking at those tools individually and finding out if that set doesn't have the tool that I want, how much is that tool only? And how much is that tool with a battery and battery charger? You know, figuring that up and, and, and figuring out, you know, how much more is it going to cost to add to and build this platform, you know, down the road if I do it piece by piece and, and or do it with the kits. And so that that's something that I think should be considered as well. Um, you know, and it, not only, the, you know, what kind of work you're doing, where you're going to have these things, are this something that you're going to travel with, this something you're going to be carrying around, you know, or is this something simply going to be at your house, in your t- shop, or in your garage? Um, you know, that, that can be something to consider as well, because Makita doesn't really have good, you know, uh, storage and transport options in and of themselves. Uh, that I have found and and like I, I just don't, but I love the packout system by uh, by Milwaukee. Um, even the rigid system and the Dewalt systems, you know, of their toolboxes that they've come together that all interlock and and you know, those are pretty cool. Those are all really nice systems. I think Milwaukee's probably got the best, or at least the one that I like the best. But uh, but they're all pretty nice little systems. Uh, and Makita does not have that, but I'm not traveling with my tools, right? I'm, you know, my stuff is, is staying put. Um, you know, now my wife rolls her stuff around a lot, whether it's through the house or, you know, some things that she's done, she's had to load up in the truck and, and, you know, some of the jobs and work that she does, 
you know, she's taken her stuff with her. So that Milwaukee packout system has really been great for her. And that's been a benefit having that kind of thing. But, you know, for me, you know, it, that, that hasn't been, um, you know, a, a big deal. And obviously you can put, you know, <laughs> some people would probably shoot you for it, but you know, you can put Makita tools in Milwaukee packout boxes, you know, it's no big deal. It really isn't. Um, you know, uh, teal probably doesn't go with red, but yay, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, so some things like that, I think you should probably consider and, you know, what tools you're going to want, what tools you're going to use and do they have those tools on that platform? Um, you know, on the voltage, right? Like I'm on the 18 volt, um, you know, and, and so moving forward, you know, having all that together. I think that's pretty important. I think that's, those are some things that you should think about and you should consider. And if you're already on a platform, maybe you've got a couple of, of tools, you've got a drill and you've got a sander, uh, you know, that are on the same platform, you know, just building that out, you know, using what you've got, you know, to and help you save a little bit of money and, you know, buy the tool only and, and um, you know, try to add batteries to it as you go. Uh, or if you buy a package where there's the tool with the batteries, then those batteries can go on the, the tools you've already got. And so building that up, you know, maybe, you know, what you've got is just is, is great to go ahead and, and build out that platform. You know, that that's something to consider uh, as well. And so, so that's what I've done. I thought that's what I would, I would talk a little bit about today is really picking that platform um, and, doing your research on it, figure out what you know you need, know you want, and what you might need down the road, and um, do your best to pick a platform that will accommodate all of those things. But, you know, these tools are, they're, they're going to do well. They, you know, they've, there's been some things that, you know, all tool manufacturers, I think, have had slumps. And uh, I think right now we're in a time where, you know, with a few exceptions, um, you know, tool manufacturers are really coming back uh, in full force with some really good quality tools. And, and so you're going to, you're going to be hard pressed really to go wrong or, you know, not be pleased with what you get. Uh, but, um, you know, just having these things in mind, I think will help you make that decision and think about those things and moving forward. Let me know. You guys got a favorite tool, something you like, something that, uh, you know, a platform that you're, you've either pleased with or you want to go with, shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. That's our email address, blindgrilling at gmail.com. And is there anybody out there who does 3D printing? Um, you know, I've had some folks that have contacted me and has asked questions about 3D printing. I, I don't know of anything accessible. Um, you know, that's why my wife is doing the CNC stuff, because I think it's pretty similar software. And so I, I don't really know much as far as accessibility when it comes to that kind of thing. But um, if you if there is and there's somebody out there in the blind and visually impaired community who's doing some 3D printing, I would love to hear from you. Uh, and maybe even get with you on, um, you know, a few ideas and things that maybe you might be able to, uh, to do uh, for some 3D printing um, 
projects, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. That's the email address. Folks, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Share it out with your friends. We appreciate everybody who does that and let everyone else know about what we're doing here on this episode of podcast on Fridays when we talk about woodworking, woodshop, maybe get into some household kind of repairs. That's probably more my wife's area, but I jump in every once in a while and help with a few things. So, um, you know, if I can come up with something on that, you know, we'll, we'll share that with you as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, be sure and stay tuned. And, of course, Monday we'll be talking grilling and, uh, you know, all the great things about cooking. We've got some... Um, some other blindness-related things that we're going to be dealing with on our Monday episodes as well, um, some appliances issues when it comes to accessibility, so uh, and, and some new things that we're going to be dealing with and looking forward to sharing with everyone when it comes to uh, some of those things, whether it's at the grill or in the kitchen. Be sure and tune in for our Monday episodes of the Blind Grilling Experience as well. Until next time, keep them fingers away from the blade now and cut straight.